0: What's up, Revolution? Come on, it is Easter Sunday. We're here to like celebrate how Christ is is resurrected; that He's not in the grave anymore. What's up, Revolution? All right, sweet. All right, so we're gonna have a good service tonight. I know it's gonna be awesome. Uh, we're baptizing some people. We're gonna take communion together. It's it's gonna be great. A uh, couple announcements. Let's see. First off, you know those sheets. To become a core member, those evaluation sheets, if you have one, haven't turned it in yet, like please turn it in. We're trying to get those people round up so that we can point you in the right direction of service opportunities and, uh, and, and just different things that you can do in the church and in our community uh, so that we can more effectively reach out to Portsmouth. Second thing, two Sundays from now, May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Nobody else knows that? Nobody? May the 4th be with you. See, Brady was with me. Uh, May the 4th, we're going to have like a community meal after revolution. So uh, come prepared for that. Come and join us for that. We're just going to hang out and we're going to get to know each other more and and, uh, have food. So I'm always game for that. Uh, Let's see. Is there anything else? No? Well, I mean, there's one thing. There's one thing. I asked that girl to marry me, uh, on Friday, and that was pretty awesome. She said yes. Yeah. I, I had Steve going, but where is Steve? I can't even, I don't know where Steve is. Anyway, uh, I had Steve going today. He thought she said no. Anyway. All right. All right. I'm going to pray and we'll get started. And, uh, are we, are we doing like a meet and greet thing? I don't have a question. Just go around and say hi to somebody uh, for 30 seconds, and then we'll let Dave do the praying whenever he gets up here. Is that all right? All right, let's do that. Let's cue up some music.
1: I guess I'm going to pray real quick, and then we're going to get into this. We're going to talk about baptism this evening. Let's pray. Um, Father, thanks for letting us meet together to celebrate your son's resurrection, to celebrate the gospel, to celebrate the fact that your son had accomplished for us what we couldn't accomplish ourselves. God, we thank you so much for that, and we thank you for a king that's alive, that's no longer dead. We thank you for for a resurrected Savior that we can place our faith in and know that we'll live with him someday as well. Um, Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit open eyes and open ears and soften hearts. Um, I pray that your Spirit come here and, and, and be with us this evening. Um, Father, I pray all these things in your name. Amen. Cool. So, how are you doing, Revolution? Ooh. Right on, so it's Easter. So everyone knows that means candy and the Easter bunny, right? I personally, of all the American... Traditions that go along with religious holidays. I despise the Easter Bunny more than anything in the world. I love the candy. I love Cadbury eggs. Anyone else? Why is everyone... Like, why do the majority of people hate Cadbury eggs? I don't understand that. The cream kind, too, not the caramel crap. But anyway, the Easter Bunny. Let's think about that one for a second. And I'm not trying to be like a bummer or anything. Like, Santa Claus, I get Santa Claus. Uh, It's a dude with... he's, He's got a brain. He's a person. He... Has magical powers, apparently. He has a sack full of toys. He goes around, rewards kids who have been good, punishes kids who have been bad. Santa Claus makes sense. Now, the Easter Bunny, on the other hand, is in the rodent family. And he has the brain the size of a golf ball. And uh, has a basket. What? What did I say? Did I say something stupid? Oh. I thought I said something dirty for a second. I got really they always warned me not to. I got scared. Uh, so he's got the brain the size of a golf ball. He has a basket, which isn't enough to carry candy around for all the Christian kids. And if you notice, he doesn't discriminate. He gives candy to you, whether you're good or you're bad. So he's rewarding bad behavior, essentially. And, and parents would have their children believe that they accept candy from a rodent and give it to them. And if you're a parent that would do that, I I don't trust your parenting skills. I know that if I had kids and a rat came to me with a bag full of candy, I'm not going to give it to my three-year-old. So you take that with a grain of salt, parents, but I'm kidding. Um, Today is Easter, so obviously we're going to be celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Today is the Super Bowl of our religion. Um, Christmas is great. I love celebrating the birth of Jesus. I'm not saying that I don't, but today is better. Easter is better because without Easter, we don't have a religion. Without Easter, if Christ wasn't raised from the dead, we have no Christianity. We have no reason for faith. We have nothing. All of our religion, all of everything that we hope for, all of our like for our salvation, for eternal life, for everything that we hope for to come. It comes with the resurrection of Jesus. Like we can go to First Corinthians 15, 14 through 20, and we see where Paul's addressing the idea of a resurrection. He says, And if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless, and your faith is useless. And we apostles would all be lying about God, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. But that can't be true if there is no resurrection of the dead. And if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless, and you are still guilty of your sins. In that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. So we have a lot of hope. Our, our religion was, was validated through Christ's resurrection. We, we have hope now. We, we aren't believing some false religion because Jesus has done something that no one else has ever done. He has come back to life of his own accord. So we have great hope. Today we're celebrating not only Christ's resurrection, but his victory over sin, Satan, and death. We're we're celebrating the gospel is what we're doing today. We're celebrating the fact that we are sinners and our sins separated us from God, but God, being a God of justice and love, sent Jesus to live a sinless life that we couldn't and then take our sin on himself and suffer God's wrath for what we have done in our place And then God raised him from the dead three days later to say that that sacrifice was good and that that sacrifice was valid and that sacrifice was good enough to take away the sins of all who had put their faith in him. That's what we're celebrating. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And one of the ways that we celebrate um, Christ's resurrection is through baptism, which is what this ugly ghetto white trash thing is in front of us. And it is what it is. We're poor. Um, So we baptize people. And the reason why we baptize people on Easter is there's like a church tradition. Um, the early church, they would do mass baptisms on Easter. And you're going to see why by the end of this little sermonette thing they wanted me to do. Um, but we're, we're kind of following, we don't follow very many traditions at Rev, but this, I guess, is going to be one of the ones that we keep going for a long time. Mass baptisms. We've got five people we're baptizing this evening. And I'm really stoked. We've got Wolf, Meredith, Anthony, and the giant twins behind them. Um, you'll see. I, it's going to be really funny to watch their seven-foot bodies <laughs> in this thing. I'm pretty excited. Um, but I'm especially excited to be doing baptisms today. One, because I've never done one, so I'm pretty excited for that. Um, two, no offense to anyone else being baptized, but I get to baptize my very best friend in the world, Nathan Wolf. He's the gentleman in the toboggan. And ladies, he is single. I'll have you all know. And if the Bible didn't explicitly forbid it, he wouldn't be single because I'd be dating him. Um, he, he's the man. That's all I'm trying to say. He is the man. And not only that, he's also one of the funniest people that I've ever met in my life. I'm sorry, Autumn. It's just the truth. I would be with Wolf. Um, Wolf texted me a few weeks ago, and he said, Hey, man, do you think it'd be funny if I like, took the plugs out of my ears and put in some Alka-Seltzer packets and hid them in my beard and in my pockets? So whenever you dunk me, I look like Linda Blair off The Exorcist. <laughs> And I figured that might take away from the like solemnity of baptism, so we decided against that. I didn't think anyone here would think that was as funny as me and Wolf. So we're talking about baptism. All right, so what is baptism? Well, everyone knows the cliche, uh, baptism is, is symbolic. It's the cliche that it's an outward expression of an inward change. It's, a, it's, a, it's an accurate cliche. Um, and that inward change that, that these people who are going to be baptized are showing is, is that inward change of believing in the gospel, coming to genuine faith in Jesus Christ. Um, these people place all of their faith in the fact that Christ took their punishment for their sin in their place. Um, and it's also a public proclamation, right? That's what they're doing. They're publicly proclaiming this change. And that's why we do it in a group. Uh, that's why we do it in front of a group of believers like you guys that are here. Um, It's a a coming out, if you will, um, as a Christian is what they're doing. And because it's a public proclamation, because it's done in a group of people, um, we now have obligations to each other, which is something I I had never really thought about before until I was studying for this, is that all of you here have obligations to these five men and women over here now. Um, An obligation, two of them. One is an obligation of uh, accountability. Right? These people are saying, I'm going to follow Jesus from this point on for the rest of my life. Come whatever may, I'm going to be faithful to Jesus. I'm going to be obedient to his teaching. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to evangelize. I'm going to work at killing sin. I'm going to study scripture. I'm going to talk to Jesus on a regular basis. And it's our job as people that are witnessing this baptism to hold their feet to the fire because they're part of our family now. All right, so we have this obligation of accountability to them, and they have it to us now. And not only that, but we also have an accountability. Like This isn't just all like throwing bows and calling people out on their crap, which I know everyone likes to do. Um, no one likes it done to them, but we all like to call people out on their stuff. Um, we also have an, accountability, or a, an obligation uh, to encourage these people, all right, to, to grieve with them. Whenever something bad happens, whenever one of them loses a family member or loses a job or, you know, um, is having marital problems or whatever comes, we're, we're supposed to be there to grieve with them and to help them and encourage them in their faith. Whenever they're going through a spiritual depression, we're, we're here to help them tangibly and spiritually as much as we can, to be there emotionally for them and them for us. This is a family. They're saying that they're entering this worldwide brother and sisterhood, this family that is the worldwide church. Um, So like I said, it's a a public proclamation and we have obligations to these people. So what isn't baptism, right? So that's what baptism is. It's symbolic. These are some of the things that happen. They're saying that they're going to come and follow Jesus no matter what. Um, So what isn't baptism? Plain and simple, baptism doesn't save you. It doesn't do anything like that at all. We believe that you're saved through faith in Christ alone, by God's grace alone. And that is the only thing that saves you. Not faith plus works, not faith plus anything. Jesus plus anything gets you nothing. All right, It's faith in Christ alone. We can go to Ephesians uh, 2, 8, and 9. And we can see uh, Paul says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. Right? So, like I said, salvation is Jesus plus nothing. Baptism is a good work. It's a good thing to do. We're commanded to do it, which we're going to talk about here in a second. And it's a good thing. It's a good work, but it won't save you. Salvation comes from Christ alone. Through our faith, we're saved. But baptism is our first step in being obedient to Jesus and starting this new life. So, in the United States, we're pretty lazy. Can we agree on that? We're pretty lazy. Like, I'm the, I'm the kind of person that if my dad leaves the TV on whatever and the remote controls on the other side of the room, I'd just sit and watch Glenn Beck or whatever horrible Fox News stuff he has on there. And I'm not bashing Republicans. I'm just saying Fox News is just miserable. You know, watch the O'Reilly Factor sometimes. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Um, I'm going to get hate mail for that, aren't I? <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're super lazy in our culture. We don't want to do anything we don't have to do. Like, uh, I used to pump gas um, at my family's convenience store. We used to be full service. And I'll never forget the day this woman came up. um, And she's chain-smoking cigarettes at the gas pump in her car. And uh, she looked at me after I pumped her gas, and she handed me a $20 bill. And she said, hey, uh, can you go inside and pay for my gas and buy me another pack of cigarettes? And I was like, my gosh, why? She's like, because I don't want to put this one out. (laughs) So, like, we live in a super lazy culture where if we can get away with not doing something, we won't. So if salvation doesn't save you, or not salvation, if baptism doesn't save you, why be baptized? And there's a few reasons. One of them is a really cut and dry, hard-line reason we get baptized. Um, and then the other ones are, are symbolic. It shows us what we're identifying ourselves with. And, and the first and, and strongest reason why we're baptized is because Jesus tells us to be. Uh, Matthew 28:19. Jesus says, Therefore go and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So plain and simple, Jesus tells us to do it. And if we've come to faith in Jesus if we say we're going to follow him and be obedient to his commands, right off the rip, if he says to do something, you don't question it, you just do it. And that should be good enough for us. But luckily, God gives us some other reasons that we're baptized, uh, more symbolic reasons. Um, We're we're identifying ourselves through baptism. We're identifying ourselves with with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And we'll see that here in Romans 6, 4 through 10. It says, uh, Paul writes, For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with Him in His death, we will also be raised to life as He was. We know that our old sinful selves was crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ... We were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So what we're doing is we're identifying ourselves with Jesus. We're identifying ourselves In Jesus' death, Paul just said that that we were crucified with Christ, that our old sinful nature has died. And as we go under the water, Christ was buried. Just like you bury a dead body, we bury our old self in the water. And as Christ was raised to life, we come out of the water new people. Through our faith in Jesus Christ, we are made new people. We're identifying ourselves as the old person being dead and that we are now new creations through our faith in Jesus. And on top of that, um, and I thought this was just really awesome, uh, we're symbolically showing that we were once under the wrath of God. Um, Water in Jewish culture um, represents God's wrath a lot of the time. Um, You know, if you go to the story of Noah, um, you guys, I'm sure, has has anyone seen the movie? I haven't. I've just heard it's miserable. I've read Rawlings' blogs and stuff. Anyway... (laughs) So we see, in, we see in the Bible, we see God's wrath through water. We see the story of Noah, where God wipes out the entire earth because of its wickedness. We see the story of Jonah, where Jonah decides to run from God, and he gets on a ship, and God has this big storm come, and they throw Jonah over uh, into, the, into the ocean. And we can also see in, in Exodus, whenever the Israelites are, are running from the Egyptians, and God parts the Red Sea and after the Israelites get through, the Egyptians come in and, and try to chase them down. And as they get in, uh, to, the, to the Red Sea, God brings the water slamming down on them in judgment. So what baptism also represents is, is that we were once under God's wrath. So we go under the water to show that we were under that same judgment and that same wrath for the sins that we've committed, for the rebellion that we've committed against God. And we're still identifying ourselves with Jesus because on the cross, Jesus went under God's wrath as well. So we go under God's wrath like Jesus did. But thank God Jesus came out from under God's wrath. And through our faith in Jesus, we are no longer condemned for our sin. There is no condemnation in Christ. We are out from under God's wrath. That's what baptism symbolizes. It's this beautiful, beautiful picture of what Jesus has done for us that we were under God's wrath for our sin, that we had rebelled against God. And Jesus goes under God's wrath for us in our place and he takes it for us. You know, it also shows that we are, we are new people in Jesus because we've been raised to new life, just like you're gonna be raised out of the water. You've been raised to new life in Jesus. You're no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer a slave to your old self. You're, you're a slave to Jesus now. You can do good now. You can please a God the Father. Because of your faith in Jesus. and And it also shows us the most beautiful thing of all that as Christ died once, never to die again, we will die once and then come back to live eternally with Jesus because Jesus lives eternally. He lives in glory and we'll be glorified as well, and we'll live with Jesus for eternity. So that's why we're baptized. Baptism is is symbolic for all of those things. That's what these people are going to proclaim to all of you, that they believe all of that. And we believe the same. So let's celebrate. It's Easter. This is a party. It's what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be celebrating the gospel. All right, so let's celebrate the fact that we were sinners and that our sinners, our sin... had had separated us from God and that our sin was rebellion against God and that deserves death and hell because God is so holy and selfless and pure and God being a God of justice and love decides that someone is going to have to suffer his wrath for what we have done but he loved us so much that he sent Jesus, God the Son, God himself came to earth to live a sinless life, to do what we couldn't do. He never sinned against God one time and then Jesus not deserving to die physically and definitely not deserving to experience God's wrath, goes to the cross and takes the sin of us on himself. To anyone who who would ever believe in Jesus, he takes their sin on himself and suffers God's wrath for crimes that he didn't commit, for crimes that we committed, for crimes that I committed. Jesus suffered and died for them. And then three days later, God raised Jesus from the dead to prove that Jesus is God, that everything Jesus taught, was true and to prove that Jesus' sacrifice was perfect and that it was enough to take away the sins of the world, not just to cover them, but to take them away and make us righteous and in good standing with God. That's what we're celebrating. That's why we're baptizing people. That's why we can celebrate the one true risen king of the universe who did the impossible, who did what we could not do, that we were dead in our sin and in spite of us, Jesus came and died for us to prove how much he loves us and how much justice has to be served. I can't think of a God that I would rather celebrate, a God that I would rather love, a God that I would rather give glory to, a God that I would rather worship with everything that I have in me, a God that loves me that much, that he would do all of that. So let's celebrate. You guys ready? Woo! Woo! Get stoked, man. Like, seriously, think about it. That's what Jesus did for us. We should be stoked beyond anything. We don't have to go to hell anymore. There is no condemnation in Christ through our faith in Jesus. We have nothing to fear. Death isn't even anything for us to be afraid of anymore because we're going to experience it, and then we're going to wake up and be with Jesus for eternity. There is no fear of anything. There is no fear in life. There is no fear in death because we have Jesus, and he has come back from the dead. He is risen. That's what we're celebrating. And if you haven't placed your faith in Jesus, the Bible just says to believe. That's it. Believe that Jesus died in your place personally, that Jesus took the wrath for what you personally have done. And repent. Turn from how you've been living and turn towards Jesus and place your faith in the fact that he did Everything. Whenever Jesus was on the cross, he said, It's accomplished. It's finished. He said, Ted It was a business transaction. He said, I have paid God what you owe. Believe that and follow Jesus. Be loyal to Jesus until the day you die and you'll be saved. So we're going to celebrate here in a minute. We're going to celebrate with baptism and we're going to celebrate with some worship. Join the celebration with us. Believe and join us because Jesus has offered this to everybody, not just the rich, not just the poor, not just the sinless churchy people, but he has offered this to everyone, anyone who would ever believe. He says, come and believe. So put your faith in him and celebrate with us because there's no greater reason to celebrate. Let's pray. Um, Father, I thank you so much for sending Jesus to do what I couldn't do, for sending Jesus to to live a perfect life that was impossible for me to live and to suffer your wrath that I could not bear to go under. God, thank you so much for the cross, for the hope that we have because Jesus is not dead, but he lives eternally and we through faith will live eternally with him. God, let us live in light of that every day. Let us go out and tell people that good news. Let us be transformed by that good news. Let us show other people the love that you've shown us. But God, thank you for everything that you've done because we could not do it on our own. I pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, I'm not really sure how we're gonna do this. All right, so you five, go ahead and come up here. We're gonna gonna baptize some folks. This is gonna be awesome. I'm super, super excited. best friend in the entire world and I'm so excited to do this man I love this dude I've watched him grow and become more faithful to Jesus and I could not be more excited Wolf, you want to say anything? all right he has no words he's a man of few words Nathan do you believe that Jesus is the son of God yes do you believe that your sin has separated you from God yes Do you believe that Jesus took your punishment for that sin in your place? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead conquering sin, Satan, and death? Yeah. All right, then we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. My buddy, Anthony, I came to know him through uh, through playing some heavy music, and, and he's come to faith in Jesus, and I'm stoked to see him grow, and I'm stoked to see him uh, to learn more and, and be faithful and, uh, and do good things, because I know this dude's got it in him, and I know that, that Jesus has put it there, and he's given him a desire to, to be faithful. Um, Anthony, do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes. Do you believe that your sin has separated you from God? Do you believe that Jesus took your punishment for that sin in your place? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead, conquering sin, Satan, and death? Yes. All right, then we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm I'm watching her grow. I'm watching her start to study the Bible. I'm watching Meredith um, grow in faith and grow in knowledge and and starting to talk to people about the gospel and starting to to understand the gospel better. And I'm really excited to see what Jesus does with her. Um, Anything to say? Meredith, do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes. Do you believe that your sin has separated you from God? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus took your punishment for that sin in your place? Yes, believe that Jesus rose from the dead, conquering sin, Satan, and death? Yes. All right, then we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: We have Connor Sherman here. Maybe the tallest person that's ever been baptized in this year. Pull. Go ahead and scoot up as far as he can. (laughs) I met Connor down at Shawnee State. Connor has become uh, a leader for Christ on campus. I know there are so many people who come to Revolution because of these two guys right here from the soccer team uh, and just on campus. So... Uh, we're so thankful for him, and it's awesome to see him uh, grow and, and learn more about Christ every day. Connor, is there anything you want to share? Cool. Trying, <laughs> uh, I just want to say I'm eternally grateful for every one of you guys here, and um, all the people that God's blessed me with in my life. Uh, every Christian, every non-Christian, and, and my my biggest wish is that they would come to know Jesus um, for my amazing fiance and uh, I just for how faithful God's been to me even when I haven't been to him so Glory to amen all right Connor do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God yes do you believe that your sin has separated you from God yes do you believe that Jesus took your punishment for that sin? In your place? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead conquering sin, Satan, and death? Yes. And I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. we have Nick. Nick and Connor are twins, if you can't tell. Same, man, I hate to say the same thing about Nick, but it's so awesome to see him be a leader on campus, to be a leader on the soccer team, and continually bring more and more people. I mean, he he sends me text messages or, or talks to me about conversations that he's having with people on campus. And I know that he's making a difference, that he is loving people and and leading them closer to Christ and showing them Christ in every uh, aspect of his life. Connor, is there anything you want to share? Nick, I'm sorry. I feel terrible. Nick, is there anything you want to share? (laughs) if i can say anything about being here it's that uh, definitely i've learned that i'm saved by grace entirely and there's nothing that i could have done to deserve what has been put in my life um and that the lord has really blessed me and uh humbled me and made me know that uh, he is the only thing worthy of pursuit in the world amen awesome believe that Jesus is the son of God? Yes. Do you believe that your sin has separated you from God? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus took your punishment for that sin in your place? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead conquering sin, death, and, and Satan? that I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.